Welcome back, dear listeners, to the Pasithea Powder. The following recordings continue the bewildering tale of Captain Sophie Green and Dr. Jane Gonzalez, two friends from the labyrinthine world of Cassandra, and the secrets they discovered after the war. Last time, Sophie returned to her home planet, shaken by the attack that ended the friendship delegation. Agents Cullen and Blanc, and no less a personage than Reina Valencia herself, made their case for more Pasithea powder, a case Jane will very likely reject. This is Episode 8, The Pasithea Powder. Let us begin. Jane, sometimes choices are allowed to be easy. There's no law that says you have to agonize over every little problem, like, not that this problem is little, it's not. The question of whether or not to make more of that fucked up concoction is not a small question at all, but why the fuck do you feel this need to square every decision you make with some moral tally sheet in the sky? Easy does not always mean 100% right or wrong. It just means easy. Helping Allegros and the rest to make more Pasithea powder is an easy choice, and you need to do it. I'd tell you more about what I saw in Tyrannus, but if that video you watched is even a fraction as bad, you have a pretty good idea. How could you have seen that and still have any questions? I was opposed to Pasithea powder before because I thought we wanted to use it on our neighbors, people I fucking hated at the time, most of whom I still hate, because it was wrong and you can't win a war like that, but the others are, they're not human. When they look like us, they're lying. If we have a chance to stop them, we should take it, and Pasithea is pretty conclusively our chance. Hope that makes it easier for you. Jesus, it's not that simple. Not human. Of course they're not human, they're alien. But that doesn't mean they're categorically, as a species, not people. Look at, um, oh, all of literature and philosophy for more information on why that's a horrifying justification. Maybe the encounters we've had with the others so far have been, been, been with particularly violent individuals, or circumstances we don't fully understand, or the result of an inability to communicate. We certainly haven't tried talking to them, as far as I can tell. So we should just jump straight to poisoning these other people and recreate a drug that has the potential for incredible abuse at the same time. That's stupid, Sophie. And neither of us are stupid. Uh, I think I may have come off to... I think I misspoke. Slightly. I don't think you're the kind of person who would um, commit genocide or let people commit genocide. That's not you at all. Even when I thought you were capable of misusing mind control, I... Look, it's... Not like we're going to whatever fucking planet or solar system the others come from and massacring them while they sleep. It is the particularly violent individuals who are showing up here and massacring us in our sleep, so I'm just saying they're the aggressors we have to defend ourselves. We can't passive resistance ourselves into safety and security. That's not how life works. If it did, 
I'd be out of a job. Everything has the potential for abuse. I have a gun, but I don't think just anyone should have one. I have read history. I do know how that goes. And I know how this has gone too, but wouldn't you rather cross that bridge when you come to it? It started with Tyrannus, but if Pasithea is the only thing, I mean, the only thing that's been shown to have any effect on the others, don't you want to be ready when they come to Cassandra? Or, you know what, that's already plenty cold-blooded. Did you miss when I told you that Tyrannus doesn't have a military? What have they done, by your standards, to warrant or not warrant our help? Shouldn't we at least research other possibilities? If the others have just shown up and all we know is that that they are hard to kill by traditional means, but they're affected by a failed medical technology that's um, in a similar way to us, that's nothing. What if they're just as affected by tranquilizers or THC or opium? There haven't been any tests done. What if Pasithea only has that effect on one individual? It's ridiculous, Sophie. It's it's flashy and offensive to, to throw that video on my face. And um, uh, it's a classic manipulation. Like, I'd be so overwhelmed by the sight of a brave young woman suffering that I'd just stop thinking, put on my lab coat, and go back to work. In my experience, people only try to emotionally manipulate you into doing what they want when the truth isn't good enough. They don't have enough. They don't... Um, Hang on. Who's there? Jane, it's Dave. Can I come in? Uh, sure. One, uh, one sec. Hello. David Allegros. Hi. Look, I I'm sorry for crying on you yesterday. It's been a hard couple of weeks. You have no idea how hard. I have some idea. Sophie Green punched you in the face. You, what? How did you know that? She's a friend. Great. Okay. So, you sold out to Reina Valencia, probably because she threatened your kids, and you've been trailing the friendship delegation trying to pick up ingredients while you, what, bought yourself some time? She didn't threaten my kids. Actually, Sophie Green threatened my kids. She didn't mean it. That doesn't really matter. That's not the point. The point is, why did you, why did you do it? Why did you just lie to all of us and leave us there while you turned your back on Dr. Rowley and everything she told us? If you're here, you must know. I know what they want me to think. Reina Valencia, Blanc, Colin. They're telling the truth about all of it. Did they give you proof? Uh, yes. Is it some kind of special proof that you can't show anyone else because of secret shadowy government reasons? Well... Great. I mean, I can't show anyone else, but I think I can show you. Oh. Yeah. That, that's why I'm here, actually. Michael told me you were making a decision, and I thought I could help. I checked. You have the clearance. You just can't record anything. Michael says I should double check that too. 
I know you took my comms unit, by the way. Who's Michael? You're kidding me, right? Michael? You came in with him. You're on first name terms with Blanc now? Look, I know he's a, a bit much, but he's on our side, okay? He actually fought really hard to bring you in. Lots of the others thought you were too much of a risk with the whole Salida del Sol stuff. The others? How many defectors are there, anyway? Is Costa here? Costa? Yeah. And Clara. And, look, do you want to just come down to the lab? I can show you everything there. Uh, yes. Yes, let's show me. I want to see. So, do I even ask? You don't have to tell me if you don't want to tell me, but I think it would help. If you're still trying to decide whether to join all those people, the Rowley conspirators, I'll even stop calling them that. If you tell me what you saw, you don't have to. But I'd like you to. I want to know what you're doing, especially if it's dangerous. Fuck. You ever hear yourself sometimes, like, really listen to the words come out of your mouth, almost like they're subtitles and you're reading them and it's someone else's voice? You probably don't even need two guesses to guess who I sounded like just then. Maybe he even said the same thing to you once. Evelyn. It's weird. Ever since I got back, I've been just, like non-stop thinking about him. He never saw my place, and he would have hated it if he did. Too modern, he only liked the smell of dust, he was such a rich boy like that. It's why your place was perfect. He never saw it because we weren't, um, well, we weren't speaking, but we were trying to give each other space because whenever we did speak, we argued. But you don't know what that's like. Anyway, it's just not the pictures. I wake up, and I think about him. And I come down and make coffee, and I think about him, and I wonder what you're doing, and I think about him. And this is not me. This is not what I do, given ground leave. I should be at a bar. I should be getting laid. That was so easy to do, always, even after the war, because Cassandra failed, but I didn't. I was a hero for even trying. It's a lot to live up to. And it's not... Oh, poor me, here I am pining away, if only he were still alive, would be married now. No, that's not it. I know what we had wasn't... We were teenagers. I'm not a teenager anymore. But I wonder what he would think of all this. What I've done. What we've done. What we're hopefully about to do. Before we were anything else, we were friends, and I've been missing my friend. So in the past, if I've, it's not that I think I own his memory or that you didn't see a different side of him. It's that sometimes it's hard for me to, I don't know, pin the memories down. It's like, there's the stuff I remember doing with him, the talks I remember having, and then there's all this other stuff, the wondering I've been doing. Like, if he were still alive and came to visit, would he sit in this chair? It's a haunting. That's what it is. I'm being haunted. He's dead, but he's still here, like light from a star. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, 
I don't know what the capital R right thing is to do any more than you do. Evelyn might have, but he was as full of shit as the rest of us. I'm just wondering... I'm just wondering why you won't do it. And don't give me the philosophy or the goddamn historical precedent. Don't throw that at me. Is it because you're scared? Is that too much to ask? Well, I'll, I'll say it. I'm scared. After what I saw in Tyrannus, I'm fucking terrified. I get being scared. Just don't let it scare you into inaction. And also, like, the chair thing. Which chair would Evelyn sit in? Which mug would he use? I don't speak for the dead, but I can't help but wonder what he would want you to do. That's all. You don't get to ask me that. Sorry. Sorry, um, it's been a long day and I'm tired. They have data. Down in David's lab. They have plenty of data because they've been testing it on Egerens, and uh, I guess the Egerens can communicate that much. I guess, you know, I don't even know if those test subjects gave informed consent, or if this was done in accordance with PSA regulations on interspecies research, or, or even in accordance with the Eugenides Treaty. But I guess I do know that the Egrin central nervous system is just as susceptible to concentrated azulene as ours is. And Allegros thinks it's reasonable to extrapolate to the others broadly, and that's not even taking into account the captured other they have, the things they've done to it, and... I'm tired of this, Sophie. I already made my decision. I made it a year ago when Isabel asked me to. I can't keep choosing and re-choosing when it's already done. I... Do you know how badly I wish I could just go home? That I had a dusty apartment with photographs on the walls to come back to? That I could... You know? Be, um... The whole problem is that I do think about what Evelyn would want me to do, Sophie. If I didn't, I think I might be home right now. I'll come get you right now. They have to let you go for the weekend, right? For a night? I'll sign whatever they need me to sign. It's been a while since anyone stayed in my guest room, but hey, you said you like dust. No, no, I, I know. They would never let me, or they'd never let you, go like that. I hate this. You know, I've been trying to kill time smart. That's what Sergeant Clavel used to say, my first training officer. If you have to kill time, kill it smart. So I'm trying. I figured while you drag your fucking feet over Pasithea and I wait for orders, I can at least make up for lost time here at home. Reconnect with old friends. Did you know that I don't have any friends? 
I did not. I did not know that. But, like, I literally have no friends. I have people I know. I have people I've slept with. I have Anders Lee. So, okay, there's one friend. But old friends. People like you and Evelyn. There's no one who knows me like that. And it turns out the only thing I want right now is to talk to someone like you who sees through my bullshit, I was going to say. But there's no one. Not even you. Jesus Christ, listen to me. This is why I need someone, anyone else. Forget I said anything, forget I offered to... Should I just delete? Fuck it, you know who I am. To begin again. Okay, so... I'm hearing you say that there's data that supports what they've been saying. Good. That's good. You like data. You trust data. This has to be... Jane, you as good as said that if they had data, if they had proof, that you would do it. What are you waiting for? You don't want to change your mind? That's what adulthood is, dude. It's not a bad thing. Look, I changed my mind about you. You're tired? Good. I'm tired of this conversation. You want to come home? Good. Make Pasithea and come home. We make this statement as an act of willful defiance of military authority because we believe that Her Majesty's government is no longer acting in defense of her people. We are doctors, convinced we are acting on behalf of our patients and our people as we take these actions. We believe that the war upon which we entered as a war of defense and liberation has now become a war of aggression and conquest. We are the creators of the Pasithea powder, a memory-altering drug we developed to help ease the suffering of our troops. Yesterday, we received, in clear and inarguable terms, orders from our superiors to assist the military in their efforts to transform the Pasithea compound from a medical technology to a biological weapon. We have seen and endured the sufferings of our soldiers and believed it just to end them with the use of Pasithea powder. We believe no military has the right to interfere in the full mental autonomy of human beings. We believe that the abuses a corrupt power could inflict with Pasithea powder would outlive us by many generations, and we cannot be party to a continual violation and abuse of medicine for ends which we believe to be evil and unjust. On behalf of those who are suffering now, and in defense of future generations, we have destroyed our work. We will face whatever consequences we must. We believe that our actions will help to destroy the callous complacency with which our own government views the continuance of agonies which they have not enough imagination to realize. We believe that our actions defend not just Cassandra, but humanity from an evil we never intended to create. Signed, Dr. Isabel Rowley, Dr. Eurydice Costa, Dr. Henrik Chang, Dr. Alastair Galloway, Dr. Irene Lahiri, Dr. David Allegros, Dr. Muriel Cordero, Dr. William Garcia, Dr. Louise Black, Dr. Jane Gonzalez, Dr. Clara Sassoon, Dr. Octavia Margulies, Dr. Esme Glass, Dr. Essie Huang, Dr. Nathan Machado. What are you doing? If I wanted to revisit this shit, I'd just search it up. What I don't need is a copy-paste to remind me. Do you know where I was when your little strongly worded letter hit? Thirty miles up from nowhere, running on fumes, hungry, I just watched another captain burst into flames. 
He wouldn't shut up about his family, wouldn't quit showing me pictures of his stupid kid's finger paintings, and I sometimes wanted to murder him myself until he was dead. My comms were busted, only getting every third message and delivering the rest out of sequence, so I missed the first recall back to base and only got the final warning, the one where they threatened to ground you, which was hilarious, because they didn't have enough backup to ground me, and I started my way back, half kind of thinking I would die before I got there, and even then I thought, hey, I think we might win this, we might... Then I got another message. It was your stupid fucking letter. And I knew. I know why you're doing this. You want me to get angry and fuck off. No one's making you talk to me. There is literally no reason for us to be in contact if you're really not going to make Pasithea. Her Majesty's government is no longer acting in defense of her people. A. Fuck you. B. There's that objection gone. It's acting with the PSA on behalf of all people. Your patience, according to you. Here's the situation as I see it. You fundamentally don't want to make it, but you're thinking you might anyway. This means the data means something, or I've persuaded you, or both. And if the data is compelling enough to sway you, and or I am just that persuasive, then the thing holding you back from actually saying, yes, you know what, Sophie and Agent Blanc and Reina Valencia, I am going to help make Pasithea powder again. The thing holding you back is personal. It's not that you're afraid of what people will think of you. You clearly don't give a shit what people think of you. What can I do? It's me. We're friends old friends. You know me. Tell me why you won't do this. Tell me, really, why you won't do this, and I swear I'll believe you. Would it help to say I, like, respect your integrity? I do. I fucking trust you, all right? But there's no good reason to have second thoughts about this. Not now, when everything's this... We do what we have to do to... What was it you said? Defend not just Cassandra, but humanity. I promise you. Without you, we're not going to make it. You have to tell me. I'm really listening. Why won't you do this? You trust me. Okay. You're right, Sophie. You know me very well. And, um, I wasn't trying to make you angry, but that might have been easier. I'm. Mm. The truth is, they're already pretty far along. Costa and Allegros have been making good progress despite the gaps in their reconstruction. They're going to make something. If I help them, I can at least make sure it is Pasithea powder they end up with, and not something with new and terrible side effects. It's, um... You're right. It makes sense to give Blanc and the Queen and the entire Planetary Strategic Alliance what they want. You're right about that. 
the only good I'll do by refusing is um, personal, I guess. If I say yes, I have to put it back on my conscience. I already have a lot on my conscience. Do you know what I was thinking about when I signed Rowley's declaration? Do you know what I wasn't thinking about? (laughs) I wasn't thinking about the abuses people like Blanc might subject others to. Taking away people's memories for political gain, planting triggers in their heads to make unsuspecting terrorists of them, that kind of thing. I wasn't even thinking about that poor kid I probably killed because I took something out of his mind without fully understanding how it fit in with the rest of his mind. I was thinking about you. The last time you saw me, face to face anyway, was um, at Evelyn's funeral. That's not the last time I saw you. You, um, you requested me, Sophie. Your unit surgeon sent you to us and uh, you knew I was in the hospital and you asked me to be the one to do it. You don't remember why you woke up in the recovery ward at Mercy House during the war. I do. You woke up in the recovery ward at Mercy House on Naven 11th because that is where we sent our patients who requested that Pasiphaea treatment be left off their military, their official military record. If you look in your file, it probably says that you received a therapeutic treatment for stress. I'm not going to tell you what you wanted to forget. It's um, not really ethical for me to tell you that I treated you at all. I should probably just uh, delete this and go go make more Pasiphaea powder. But it felt wrong to... I couldn't let you just say things. Mm. I hadn't treated anyone I knew before. I didn't know how that would feel. Um, and that was perfectly legal. You can call the hospital, they'll show you the paperwork. You consented, you wanted it. You didn't want to know about it after. There weren't any repercussions. It was Pasithea powder as designed, doing exactly what we what we made it to do. But it felt like... <laughs> When Rowley said, listen, we have to stop. We need to destroy this thing we made. We cannot keep this on our consciences. I was so relieved. I cried. So, so that's it. That's why. Still want me to do it?
for listening to the Pasithea Powder. This was episode 8, the Pasithea Powder. Tune in next time to see, well, everything. Captain Sophie Green was portrayed by Jackie Hedman. Dr. Jane Gonzalez was portrayed by Molly Olguin. And David Allegros was portrayed by John Hedman. Narration by the light catching in Gina Torres' curls. Original music by Annie Moriondo. If you've enjoyed our story, we hope you'll tell your friends about us and rate and review us on iTunes. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. You can also find us on Twitter at Pasathea Powder or on our website, PasatheaPowder.com, where show scripts are available. The Pasathea Powder was created by Bad Wine Productions. Captain Green will return in Episode 9, Shreds of Lettuce.